Welcome to the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show, where Arts and Adventure summits the airwaves. This is the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show with Obendorfer and Log. Obendorfer's out of it. It's been a week. He took a week off. He was in Sundance, and that's all he can think about. No, I'm back. It's it's just back to thinking about back to work. the grind. Yeah, back okay. to the grind again, making up for lost time. I'm our Brandon Long, and then Todd's over there figuring out life. We are your hosts for the greatest arts and adventure podcast in all the land. We had some guests from the Gulf Foundation scheduled, and we'll call them out. They're not here. I don't know where they are. I text them. I don't were, know. were they expecting next on. week's show? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. So maybe we'll they'll show up next here. week. Yeah. And then Todd just went ahead and, and and booked some arts guests for us. So we do have uh, Mariah Marketing Coordinator for uh, Ogden Contemporary Arts and Casey uh, Lindley, Program Coordinator for Ogden Contemporary Arts. Uh, so thank you, Todd, first of all. Yeah, for thanks for being spontaneous. Yeah. And this is kind of how we do it sometimes. It's It's helpful, too, that your neighbor's. Yes. Like yeah. we can see. <laughs> <office>. <laughs> and then we have Junior in here. What's uh, her name again? Chloe. Chloe. And she's busy. And I don't even know if she can hear what's going on in the world right now. What's Chloe watching or listening to? She is watching uh, some sort of educational app. Fast and Furious 7 or something. Yeah, is that? I think so. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a puzzle. Yeah. It's like a maze. It's a maze. <laughs> yeah. Very good on the app. Okay, so Todd, you want to start us off with an update from Sundance? What was your okay, favorite so movie? Or? I did end up going out uh, from like the good old days. I was out there the entire week. And so one of my closest friends uh, who is a, a successful uh, screenwriter and, and now showrunner for his own show that was just on Apple TV, um, their streaming service. Wait, what's a showrunner? Show, show, show run you know basically a show and so this was an animated series um through dreamworks animation called curses um look it up it's super cute she would absolutely love it uh, it came out on october um i can't remember 27th it was like right before halloween and i think it's eight episodes if i remember right and there will be more we're picked up for a second season kind of from the start but uh anyway he came out he has a timeshare condo on Main Street, and so Rough. I crashed awesome. there. Yeah. yeah, so I was there Sunday through Saturday and uh, did all the things. I think I saw about 14, 15 movies. There were some standouts. There day? were some that weren't great. I did four in a day, which was plenty. <laughs> uh, Jeff did, uh, he did five. He beat me one one of the days. Yeah. His daughter uh, goes to school at the U, actually, because he lives out at the in, in L.A., but his daughter does live uh, out here anyway. She visited, and so I gave one of my tickets to her. Smile, Chloe's taking days. pictures right now with her. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing a podcast within yeah, a podcast. Yeah, I know it's so yeah, mad. She's, I, she's right into now. it. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, a couple of standouts. Uh, there was a documentary on uh, Devo that was great that you probably would have enjoyed. Um, I don't know if you're a fan of the band Devo, but uh, I do love music biographies, you know, yeah. documentaries, and so that was really really fun. And then. Uh, Let's see, what's another standout? There was one uh, that uh, Kristen Stewart did called Love Lies Bleeding, I think. Um, most of the movies that we see when we go out there, if you remember from previous years, are what we call midnight movies. So they're like genre movies, mm. horror, sometimes horror comedies, now, that type. Remind me, she's Twilight, right? 
What's that? Kristen Stewart. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, but she's so beyond that now. She makes okay. really good choices. Yeah. She's very, very interesting. Well, the, she didn't make a good choice with footwear be, um, because there. There's I know nothing viral, about this. Tell yeah. me about this. I know this is all I know about Sundance is all the weird viral stuff. Uh-huh. So she just shows her getting out of the car with like her bodyguard or boyfriend or something, and she's like high heels with the pants that are kind of long bell bottomy looking things, and like there's just snow everywhere in Park City. And there was no snow to, in Park City. Uh, well, in the picture there was. There was like all. The, it was like we didn't get a, we didn't the, get one bit of snow out there the serious? entire week. It was whatever was there before we yeah, came it's out. Yeah, just built up on the curb and it's just or whatever. Cut, but none on the streets, the sidewalks, the yeah. So she, was she stepping stepped over, stepping over the, and it was like having a rough time holding on to her. I was safe wearing clogs half the time oh if God. I wanted. Yeah, there was it just okay. wasn't heavy snow. I was hoping, but at least there was snow in the mountains. There was snow on the. You know, on the curbs yeah. and things like that. So do, I do enjoy that. Do you do like after parties and stuff? Like, what do you do when you're out there? Uh, sometimes in years past, you know, I could tell you the stories. Uh, these days, it's mostly uh, seeing movies. Mm-hmm. Because even if you get your name on, you know, a list, it's still a matter of waiting an hour or two to get in. And then once you get in, it's shoulder to shoulder and you usually don't have a place to that's sit. Like, it's really fun a couple times. Doesn't it sound like a blast? Yeah, but uh, yeah. if you can get into like, the rare ones where there's elbow room and, you know, the ones that are really hard to get into. And then sometimes, you know, they're sponsored by, let's say, a vodka. So you get to drink a particular gotcha. drink all night. Yeah. And those are fun. This year, we just went to some lounges the, the first weekend. Um, the way it usually works is the first weekend, everybody comes out. Um, it technically starts on Thursday night. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then by Monday, Tuesday, the city packs up. The lounges come down, everybody leaves, um, and then it it really turns into more of a more of a locals thing for like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like the whole other half. And so that was the case this time as well. Okay, so uh, worst movie you saw? Uh, there was there was a couple. Um, there was one in particular that was uh, it was a horror. So it was part of the Midnight series. I can't remember of it they're not all good that come out there and don't ever think that like because they make it to the festival that they're okay. all quality yeah. pictures like i learned that a long time ago um there was one particular uh that i that on the good side called hitman and uh, that comes out i believe on netflix that looked really good yeah did i send you a yeah. thing uh yeah. so that's a, a director named richard linklater who also writes uh and so i'm a huge fan of this director he's He's like from Austin, so a lot of his movies have kind of had that have that feel. And so he did all the the before midnight that, is that Glenn? trilogy. Scott Glenn, isn't that what his name is? Or Glenn Glenn Powell. Glenn Powell. Glenn Scott Powell. Glenn is a different older actor. Uh, Glenn Powell. And so he co-wrote that one. And you Top knew Gun Glenn Fame. Powell from from Top Gun, yeah. I saw three movies last year. Top Gun was one of them. So. Yeah, yeah. So this guy did a really really good job. And so keep an eye out for that one. And so that was the third. Uh, Link later movie that I've seen at Sundance. I missed. He did before Sunrise in like '94, and I started going like in '97. So okay, final Sundance question for you, Todd. Um, rub shoulders with with you know some famous people. Who'd you meet? Anybody? There were a few people out there. Yeah. Um, mostly it was a matter of you go to where phone, we're like, located. Like you got him. Yeah, your phone. I don't. Like, <laughs> no, somebody asked at work today. Okay. Asked his contact list. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, no. Did you wait? More importantly, did you take our coasters with the scanny barcode thing to kind of get people join our email for you know that's what we should. Yeah, no, we should definitely be following up. I think there's going to be some people. I think because of location and being between sort of lounges on Main Street, I just had a chance to see people walking on the sidewalks, and so I did see one actor that you're probably familiar with, Pedro Pascal. I I was able to see him on Main Street. You you know him, correct? Yep. You're, that would probably yeah. be a big celebrity for he no, loved, that's huge. Love that yep. movie. I saw um, Jodie Foster was out there. Do you know Jesse Eisenberg? He directed a film and he was in two movies out there. Lucy Liu is one of my favorites. She was out there. There's an Irish actress named Saoirse Ronan that I was a huge fan of. And Alicia Silverstone. I like the really some of the old yeah. actors too. So yeah, no, there's a bunch out there, and then probably some that I just don't remember necessarily. So. Okay. It was a great week. I heard from, I can't throw him under the bus anymore. I heard from Troy. He says he had the, <laughs> the 6th of February down for their date. And so um, I, will, right. I will double check my sources. We're but, good to uh, go on the 6th of We're February. good to go on the 6th. So yeah. there you go. We'll see him on the 6th. But uh, we do have, Mariah, have you been on a podcast yet before? I thought you were, but it was one. Not not your guys' podcast. Not our no. podcast. So mm-hmm. which ones have you been on? Sounds like you've been on many other podcasts. I was on like an old political show, like as a guest, maybe like five years ago, because <laughs> I worked for the guy and he's like, I need to talk to you. I was like, okay. But yeah, nope. Okay. Well, so it's old hat is basically yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah like, it was a good experience, I'm assuming. So pro, you're pro now, uh, but in marketing. And so your day job um, for Oka, and maybe you can explain that first of all, if someone's not familiar with what Oka is. Let's do that first and then kind of tell us kind of what you do for for the program. And when you started, yeah. I think of you both as newish there, even though you've been there a while. Um, but that being said, you're probably, is there anybody newer since you? Yeah, so you're the senior. The newest. You're the newest one? I'm the newest one. So when did you start? So I started as gallery assistant uh, beginning of February. So I'm approaching like my year mark with Oka. Congratulations. Uh, and then I got asked by Vanessa to be marketing coordinator beginning of April. So pretty much right away. Yeah. And Todd says, and I believe it because I think I've heard other places, but Todd was one of the first places I've where, where it takes a year to learn what you're doing. So you're about you're about a year in. I'm about a year in. Yeah. Uh my job consists of a lot of emails. So much social media. <laughs> so much social media. Yeah. Um, Does it work? Does it work? I mean, obviously you do it, so you're hoping it's doing something, but what's like the tactics you're using? Something that I, that we're working on is consistency. Yeah. Um, Good word. That's a good, good choice. Part of, I feel like the the problem, at least with social media, the last little bit was um, Facebook keeps updating stuff. Meta took over and they, like, they always have to like fix something that's working and that it like yeah. becomes broken. Um, but lots of posts. Um, we have a really consistent newsletter. I design and make all of those. A lot of Those look really good. And I feel like newsletters now, it's 2024, and, and I just feel like they're the move, man. Like they're, it feels like you get more, People see them. They open them. You see right there how many people see them versus social. I don't know. I don't Every know conference I have been to in the last, I don't know, half a dozen years or so, 
That is the number one way to reach your people mm. is a newsletter still. And, and you don't want to overdo it. There's still a technique to it. So Banyan is once a week. How many times? What, what's your program there? Three times a day. Three times a day. <laughs> no, we actually, <laughs> we're twice a month. Twice a month. Okay. Yeah. We're uh, twice a month. Our members and they're fully get loaded. two. Okay. Um, because they'll get their member only invites. Mm -hmm. um, for first Fridays. So four to six, we have our members only. And then first of the month is kind of like the new exhibitions that are coming up and things like that. Um, second week of the month is more of like what happened, kind of a recap, the news and kind of like prep for what's coming the following month. So mm. yeah, it's work. Copywriting, you said? Lots of coffee. What'd you go to school for? Graphic design. <laughs> <laughs> Graphic design is important. That's Todd did the same thing, right? I mean, yeah, it. no, it's, it's definitely, it's one of those skills. My boss kind of sometimes wishes that I didn't have because <laughs> technically we have designers that work for the city. Cause I do work for the city, but I prefer to just do most of that stuff myself. Yeah. But that's not what I'm, you know, that's not what okay. I'm paid for. That's not yeah. the gig, but, you but see, I can like, I do some basic this. things myself. I can do actually more than basic, but like I can sneak those in pretty well, particularly templates, things that have already been more or less set up. Yeah. We still do old school postcards, like exhibition postcards. I can do that faster than, you know, what it would take to request it and <laughs> get it done and get it back from the mm -hmm. city, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But graphic design's where it's at, but you, you're probably better and faster than I am. So I'm, I'm an English major. And when I worked for a real estate company as copywriter, English person next to a graphic designer, it was money. It was great. Cause together, uh, and we did have someone feeding us, um, photos, like, like that kind of stuff. And so those, those three, I guess, um, are money as far as marketing goes. I mean, that's like, that's all you need. Cause you can kind of figure out, navigate the social media stuff, I think, but if you can write well, design well, um, and you have good imagery, that's, that's the basics of so when you were going to school, I remember when you were going to school, of course. Um, <laughs> Todd. Yeah. He was my advisor. <laughs> yeah. I steered you in clearly the right direction. Um, I will take credit for all of that. Uh, and so you knew exactly what you were going to do when you were graduating, right? You had this job lined up. You knew you didn't know any of that, did you? No. Yeah. And so did you, what was, what was the plan? Did you sort of have a plan as you were finishing up school at Weber? So it's actually really interesting when I decided to go back to school and I first met Todd, um, I was working for another marketing company um, doing their social media. And um, I always felt like I was missing something, at least like on the design end. Like mm. I was using Illustrator, I was using Photoshop. I was really familiar with them, but I was like, I'm missing something design wise. So I decided to go back to school because I always wanted at least my bachelor's degree. I was like, this is the purpose, like perfect opportunity want to do art my parents were like okay about time you decide that you want to do art and not health <laughs> good parents parents were on it yeah <laughs> no we we joke i was like why can't you tell me this like five years sooner is that like no you you're too stubborn you had to figure it out yourself yeah. but it's true you gotta or else you gotta figure it out i think you had it easy with five i had i won't tell you how many years there was a long <laughs> stretch in there anyway as, as you were oh just um I, I knew that um, 
I always loved marketing. I liked helping the nonprofits because I had several clients that were nonprofits that I did social media for. So I know like coming in and coming to be part of Ogden Contemporary Arts, like I always knew I was going to like the work. I like that I'm able to still work with artists. I'm able to be part of different like social movements and like help get word out about them. Um, I get a design. I get to work with really awesome people. Um, copy is definitely like my weakness, by the way. Uh, Casey is the best person to go to and I always have her <laughs> check all of my copy um, writing. But yeah, no, I, I get to do a little bit of everything and it kind of keeps all the itches scratched Yeah, to say. Yeah, that's good. I'll tell you what, you were a standout at Weber um, in a couple of ways. And I and I used, I think, you as an example because... Um, do you have something to tell everyone? Oh, she's just telling me that she loves me. Oh, <laughs> that comes later. Yeah. <laughs> the lovey section's later in the show. But uh, you were involved with um, with a lot at Weber outside of your classes. Yeah. And to me, that made all the difference between that, the graduation and what happens afterwards, because you started to get a little more dialed into the artists in the community. I'm assuming that helped put you in touch or at least kept your eyes open. Was this a position that was uh, posted? Is this through somebody that you knew? So I uh, did Art Guild and I worked for the the Mary Elizabeth D. Shaw Gallery up on campus. Um, both of those, uh, because of scholarships and stuff, was how I was able to get myself through school. And um, Molly Painter, um, very specifically, um, as I so I graduated in December, um, looking for a job, January, February. She's like, "Hey, this gallery attendant like is part time. Vanessa's great. Like, go to Ogden Contemporary Arts until you find like another full time position." Um, but like. Uh, Molly was my advisor for Art Guild. She was my boss at the Shaw Gallery. Like, without like those connections and recommendations from Lydia and other people on campus, like I don't feel like my resume would have looked as good. Because it was actually out of kind of laziness um, <laughs> that um, I had like my really nice resume that I gave to um, Vanessa because I had just done this really nice one to apply to all these other jobs that I had done. And Vanessa needed like a resume ASAP. And so I was just like, okay, here it is. And she's like, you're really overqualified for this weekend gallery attendant position. I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> but like, this is what I have. And so when the marketing coordinator position opened up, she's yeah. like, hey, will you take a look at this job description? See if it's something that you want to do. If you want to keep working with Ogden Contemporary Arts. Because I was actually getting ready to leave for another job. And I was like, wait, you can mean I can like stay as mm. full time. And I was like, yes, absolutely. 100%. Mm -hmm. But you're, you're right, Todd. The, and I just read an article on this about getting into college as far as, um, the extracurricular things that you're involved in and how important that is. But as a return student to college myself, when I went, cause I went to early college cause my senior year in high school, I was in college and I focused on that year. And then the, the year after I didn't focus at all. And the year after that, I didn't focus at all because I didn't know what I was doing. And I had to go through life a little bit. And then once I go, went through life and then went back to school, not only was I focused on the studying part, but I was like, how can I 
integrate myself into all the things that I'm interested in at the campus, which is how I ended up working for free at the radio station for a year, you know, yeah. until they hired me on as news director. And then we started a specialty show and then here we are. And so, but that's those things that you do, the extracurricular, if I was to give advice to kids going to school, you know, if you can handle, if you have the time, pick up some extracurricular stuff in whatever you're interested in, because that's what gets you the jobs, right? 100%. Yeah. Oh, it's it's completely true. Even if you aren't in school, we've been saying it for for fourteen years now. Just reach out to us; we'll put you in touch with the people. We know the people you need to talk to. And so, if you want to work locally, and by locally I mean anywhere from you know Logan to Provo, then you just have to put yourself in the middle of that mix, and uh, which which is what you've done. So, okay. So before we get specific with events and things that are going on at the gallery right now. What's your favorite thing to do? What do you look forward to doing each week? What excites you the most? What inspires you as an artist, as a arts administrator? Is this a question for both of us or specifically? It's a nice little transition, but let's, we'll start with you. The thing I look forward to the most, I think this, like the last couple weeks transitioning between shows has been fantastic. I really like collaborating with the artists and seeing like, the transition of new work coming in and just the gear up between like all of the news outlets um, that I get to work with. Cause I, I send out like a big PR blast and it's, it's always exciting to be like, Hey, this person like picked up this and they want to write an article. Like it's just the exciting thing. Cause our excitement's like transferring to other people and the words getting out there. And what's it feel like to know that, Always, I'll whisper it so she doesn't hear. But Ogden's Contemporary Art is like is the shit. Like it is a great <laughs> gallery. No, I mean it's a great space, and it is a a renowned space from north to south in in Utah, and pretty much just the Intermountain West. And so, what's what's it feel like to work there, knowing that it is such a cool gallery space? Yeah. Do you even do you know that? Because Todd works outside you know the that. area, but you guys know that. Yeah. I know. I know that. You know, know that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know we're known. Uh, <laughs> I, I go down to some of these different events uh, that Vanessa sends me to, and they ask where I work. They're like, oh, with Vanessa. Like, I feel like everyone knows mm -hmm. Vanessa, and they're like, we love the work that she's trying to do. Um, it is just an incredible space in our little Ogden. Like, it is, it's miraculous that it all came to be here in this space to have this incredible contemporary art space here and so i you know every time i come in here even if i don't have a chance to swing by just knowing that it is over there year after year is just it's it's incredibly inspiring and that's from somebody who kind of does the equivalent in salt lake but knowing full well that this space is up here so what about you what do you look forward to the most in your job and let's let's learn a little bit about what you do as well well, I, I definitely look forward to um, meeting the artists that we're working with. I really look forward to um, working with, you know, our partner organizations. And I get really excited about the, the, um, the youth arts education classes that we get to offer and then inviting local artists that I really admire to teach for us as well. So, so how did you get your gig? <laughs> well, so it's kind of a long story. Um, I met this podcast is anywhere from forty nine minutes to two hours. Okay, <laughs> oh, great. You take your time. Yeah. So, well, so I um, it 
I mean, it definitely has to do with Vanessa. Um, I, uh, yeah, how do I condense this story? So I, I kind of- um, Start in third grade. Okay. You can, well, yeah. you can let it breathe a little bit. It's so all right. Yeah. I'll try to like summarize it, but I grew up in Utah and then went to school on the East Coast and would move. Uh, I would always come back to Utah because it's just, it's an incredible place. I really love the mountains and all of that. But so I had moved back after graduating from graduate school in Connecticut and was visiting family because my family lives here. And um, I uh, was at the time living in Florida, and I had a, a group of friends that I went to undergrad with. We had a collective, so we would put on shows, and they were, like, super fun. And so um, I had moved back to Utah and was kind of looking for my people, you know, the artists. And I actually wasn't very familiar with Ogden. I was living in Provo at the time and was just kind of looking around, I think it was on Facebook, and um, Vanessa was part of a collective, O-Town Arts. I think this was in 2013, but they did an open call to submit your work for a show they were having. And so I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool, and I can meet some local artists. And so I submitted and got into the show. Ended up ended up being super fun, and um, I was just really excited about meeting, meeting a lot of really cool Artists from Ogden. Um, Where was that first show held? So it was um, in a warehouse, uh, like on the to the west of I-15, I believe. But I don't know. It was really fun. And then they had another one, and I submitted to that. And I met a few Weber State people, um, Adam Bateman and Matthew Chaburka. Yeah. Um, they. Do you know uh, who those people are, Todd? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they wanted Chiburga. to... Chiburga. Chiburga. Adam. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. They really enjoyed the piece that I had in the show. And then um, Anna, Adam invited me to have a solo show at CUAC. This was like, yeah, about 11 years ago. Um, but anyway, so Vanessa and I really connected. I went to her show at Umoka when she had a, a solo show. She made really cool um, sculptures. Um, and then... I don't know. We just kept in touch. She, we followed each other on social media. Um, I kind of have been nomadic, so I've lived all over the place and uh, moved back to Utah. And Vanessa had just started the Artist Factory program and invited me to teach. And so, and that was like a little over a year ago. So started teaching at Youth Impact. And at the time, I was transitioning out of a job, and I let Vanessa know. I was like, do you have any openings? Um, I'm leaving this job that I was working for. And then anyway, so she was like, yes, I do. And so we just started. She um, And also, I was showing at Ogden Contemporary Arts, too. So it's... I don't know. It was kind of a long history, but no, it's a good history. I love how much crossover because I had those same conversations with Vanessa about keeping an eye out for a job for me at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, like I think there's a little bit of crossover between some people that we know and and work with and everything. So when did you start there? Well, okay, so I started teaching for Vanessa for the Artist Factory program. um, I think it was in the spring of. Yeah, I was in the spring, and then I um, transitioned into the program coordinator full-time salaried position last December. Yeah, last December, so 
It was a gradual transition, but um, I feel like it was serendipitous in a way. So what do you do now with them? With As the program coordinator, obviously you oversee the, the things, Artist Factory program. Programs. Yeah, yeah, so we do. So I coordinate a lot of the arts education programming, so I will invite um, really, you know, the professional local artists to to um, teach workshops with our partner organizations. We're growing pretty rapidly, but um, so we work with Youth Impact of Ogden, uh, YCC Family Crisis Center, Boys and Girls Club of Weber Davis Counties. Um, we recently worked with the, um, the Weber Valley Youth Center as well, the Juvenile Detention Center, we did a mural there. Oh, cool. Awesome. But basically we're kind of like curating artists um, in a way to come in and, and teach their skills and expertise to um, mostly at-risk youth. Um, it's usually after-school programs, summer classes, but we just, we keep uh, really busy and it's really fun. And um, the, and the kids uh, inspire me every day and the teachers too, I think, but. They're kind of the best. Yeah, that's mostly my job. And then I do help with um, exhibition programming as well. We have, um, events on occasion too, like outside of that, but, and then I do the exhibition tours as well. So we keep really busy. Let's talk just a little bit, just to get to know you a little bit better. Like what kind of art do you do? I do all kinds. So I am a mixed media artist. Um, I started out as a painter, uh, and then kind of grew from there. I, it's kind of like being a kid in a candy shop. You start learning all these different uh, ways of creating art and then I just really enjoyed all of them so I wanted to combine them um, but it's all based off of painting um, so more recently uh, I've been well actually in the last 10 years it feels recent but um, using digital media as well to uh, play around with painting but um, so it's it's primarily painting, but then expanding from that installation, a little bit of performance, um, very experimental. How fun! Yes, I try. That's what I. That's how I describe it. Is yeah. If I'm having fun, then that's. Hmm. Oh, that's what it's all about. I'll tell yeah. you what. I knew so little about digital painting. I think it was it was actually Matt Chaburka when he kind of was getting harder and harder into that. Mm -hmm. uh, that I saw what was possible, and then the scale that he would work, and then he kind of mix. With you know, just paint as well. It's pretty cool yeah. stuff, and and so much of what he, I, I'm sure maybe he works bigger now. Was just he did on his little tablet, right? And yeah. then the, then it ended up getting printed ginormous on pieces of metal or you know whatever he would do. And I love it. How fun! I never really got into that too much, but I fully appreciate it, and I fully appreciate like the scale too. I think that's mm -hmm. amazing. Well, and then you can do animation as well and like project onto stuff. And it's like, there's so many possibilities. That's fun. fun. Do you have another little artist next to you right there? Yeah. Yeah. She's, um, she's playing this game. I can see it from here. I don't know awesome. what game it is. She's crushing. It's yeah. Wreck-It Ralph. It's like it is a hundred percent Wreck-It Ralph. I see Ralph yeah. right there. <laughs> it's kind of like Super Mario's, uh, brothers style. It's, it's like, it's really fun. What do you have her do? What, well, what's, she, what's she enjoying? So she's... I've been really fortunate. Um, I've worked for um, arts organizations that have been very family friendly. So when I had her, I was working for the Honolulu Theater for Youth, and they allowed her to come to work with me. So ah! she and then um, 
after the Honolulu Theater for Youth, I worked for Donkey Mill Art Center, and just all of the organizations that I've worked for have allowed her to work with me. So she um, is has been very exposed to the arts, and she just yeah, she just kind of hangs out and um, she makes her own art. She loves to draw. Right now, she just yesterday she just made a comic book. That's so. <laughs> Yeah, and I like to, I always ask her to tell me about it, so she'll just get, like, really into detail about what she just drew or painted or... Oh, thanks so, so much for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so, I hear that I actually found out about just yesterday when I was talking to Vanessa that you curated the show that's opening on Friday. I did. So, tell me about that. So, um, this is our Artist Factory... Uh, exhibition, our first one. We're hoping to turn it into a biannual event so that it'll happen. Uh, we can we can show more of our teaching artists because we're only showing ten at the moment. Um, which is now great. in this case is that biannual? Is that every two years or two in one year? Every two years. Every two years. I hate that. You have to ask every. <laughs> I know. Well, at first, I, <laughs> I at first I was like, we're going to do this twice a year, but no, it makes more sense to do it um, every two years um, because of our exhibition schedule. Sure. So this one um, will be three weeks, but I think um, this is kind of our pilot project. Um, so we've so I uh, selected ten artists um, that have taught for us or are still teaching for us, and then um, we're showing a lot of their students' artworks as well. Um, so it's kind of like a nice survey of the the artists that are teaching for us and also the work that the students are creating. That so they're like transferring their knowledge onto the students. That's so cute and so perfect. How much of the gallery space are you using for this show? So the the ten artists, uh, teaching artists, are showing downstairs, and then our young artists are showing upstairs. Shut up! Oh my gosh, see yeah. the whole space. That's amazing. Yeah. And so they'll all be here on Friday, I hope. Uh, we've invited all of them, so as many as who can make it. This is a big deal. You get kids into a gallery space like that. Yeah, they're excited. They wear their best sure. t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be so much fun. So when did you start putting that together? Well, so this, uh, a few months ago, um, so really it, it, it wasn't, I think it was like four or five months ago. September. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we'll, we're learning as we go. And, um, after this, I'm certain we're going to continue and, and make it biannual. So we'll have more time to um, prepare, prepare and plan. Uh, actually, curating the the um, teaching artists' work was really easy, but the the students' work, having to because we want to get parent permission and oh for sure yeah students' names. I had a hard time just getting I, I did the first cycle back when it started, mm -hmm. and I just getting photos was hard sometimes yeah. because they would just grab the work and run like yeah. at the end of the time. <laughs> yeah, so I think what we'll do is we'll just prepare everyone early on and say, hey, we have this biannual event. Um, and, you know, if you want to be part of the exhibition, then we're going to, you know, we'll set it up so it's it's relatively easy. But right now what we're doing, because it was really hard to get the kids to take this submission form and bring it home and bring it back, we're organizing it in a way where it's... Um, artworks per workshop so we don't have individual student names necessarily but in the future our goal is to get you know to get more um, participation in, in that way brandon so, you know how hard it is to get like adult grown-up <clears throat> professional artists to turn things in on time 
really hard like statements really hard. and just yeah. like the most basic things yeah. it's yeah. difficult it's real difficult yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I missed the age of the kids though like what's i sorry i missed that so the age range is five through 18 plus but um just barely in this it. in this exhibition it will be five through yeah five through 18 five through 18 so what kind of art is represented well so we we wanted to have a nice range of work so we have um, printmaking, we've got sculpture, we have, um, there's a social justice performance video, um, painting, drawing, so the whole, the whole spectrum. And then which um, of the older professional artists um, are represented in the show? You want me to name all ten? Do you know? Well, yeah, so there's, there's Jorge Rojas, there's Samantha De Silva, Inez Garcia, Douglas Tolman, Joshua Graham, um, Nancy Andrick Olson, Rebecca Pletch, Jeffrey Hampshire. Um, who am I forgetting? Color. I forget. Oh, yeah, Color Mish. I'm a huge fan of her work. And then... Did we say Nancy? I don't know who said yeah, Nancy. Yeah, we said Nancy. We might have had the number. I think Doug. We might, Doug. Yeah, I said Douglas Tolman. I know, I'm always trying to... I, I know all of these artists very well, but... It's like I have to just rack my brain. That is an amazing lineup of artists. Yeah, it's and, it, and a lot of those artists I work with yeah, out in Salt Lake, so it's great. Yeah. I admire all of them. They're all really incredible, and they've been. I've been um, really grateful that they've been able to, you know, put aside the time to. A lot of them have to commute up here too. Oh yeah. Um. So and they've just yeah, but it's you know it's really rewarding and. Um, it's rewarding and it's rewarding. Did you know, Brandon, that they? compensate their artists like their professional artists these aren't all volunteer like they're paying the artists yeah, to awesome. do these good yeah, things we try to pay i think a lot of people would do probably do it just because mm -hmm. but you know artists need money too so what meaning that it's that's amazing that you're able to do it and it's and it's and it's not just a little bit like it's a fair amount like it really yeah is it's fair pretty amount. we try to keep the wages pretty competitive um, and we, we coordinate all the supplies, we buy the supplies, we try to um, make sure that they don't, the teachers don't have to buy anything out of pocket. And if they do, then we reimburse them. So. I love it. So how have you been promoting this show? Social media. <laughs> <laughs> what do we yeah. have to look forward to? We have the, we have the opening on Friday. Any other events or anything we should know about? So Friday, four to six, we have our VIP members only, um, as well as like our of the artists and the different organizations will, will come to our happy hour and then open to the public um, six to nine. Um, we do have the artworks up for sale. And so we'll kind of feature each of the different artists kind of throughout the three weeks and their different art pieces. Um, so a very generous amount of each of the artworks purchased will go actually back to the artist. Yay! And then part of it will go back into Oka for continuing further programming. So Emily Hawkins. That's uh -huh. And I really, I love Emily Hawkins' work, but that Good is job the 10th artist. Yes. I would have a hard time remembering. You did a great job. I think that's great. Uh, so what else we got to look forward to? You said that that's up for three weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. That's a lot of work for two weeks. It is. The uh, Finch Lane Gallery, we do uh, six weeks, and six weeks seems like a short amount of time for the work that goes into it. So 
That's a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Totally worth it. Yes. Uh, particularly if you had a pocket of a couple of weeks and that you needed filled. And so I think that's an exceptional way to do it mm-hmm. in a short amount of time too, which mm-hmm. I think we've, we've all done as well, you know, just that quick little, let's get something in here type of thing. And mm-hmm. so um, when you say the artworks for sale from the, professional artists from the kids are they selling their work yeah so what we're doing is most of the artists the professional artists artworks are for sale there are a few that aren't for sale because they're not ready to part with them Um, all of the students artworks are for sale and we're doing it on a sliding scale to make it more accessible so it's similar to what you folks did it um, the ducks yeah which i love which was a hit yeah because i really liked how it made it accessible so we're thinking um we'll have a minimum amount so it's like pay what you can or pay what you want and so with the students work but with the artist's work they do have a set amount i love that you're selling the kids work i will 100 percent buy something like there's not even a question I'm definitely. I can't wait to them. see it as well. I think that sounds like so much fun. Do the, kids price, do the kids price it at all, or are they just? So that was the original goal, but we yeah. didn't get those forms back. So okay. yeah. in the future, yes, when yeah. they when they officially submit, then they can set their yeah. price. Okay. Everything is the price of a PlayStation <laughs> or an Xbox. Oh or yeah. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I need. Um, yeah. Or whatever the next little thing is. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's I think of the surveys that we take and like you ask them how they feel about something they'll just like mm-hmm. put like this like ridiculous amount so they'll just be like one million dollars oh 100 i can see a lot being marked at one million dollars yeah i <laughs> think that would be amazing <laughs> so i think for a price you could just they could just draw a picture of something yeah i think that'd probably mm-hmm. make yeah. as much sense so what do you got after that show because that's just a couple weeks away. So then our artist in residence is going to have his show up. And the other cool thing about First Friday is he'll have an open studio. So folks can also come in and meet him and talk to him about what he's working Which on. Which I met him. Mm-hmm. You did have a chance to? I haven't yeah, yet. Yeah. What's his name again? I don't know. Because we were talking earlier. I have terrible I've, names, but I did meet him. I've practiced it, and I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it correctly, but it's Luis Alvaro Sajon Nuno. Yes. Wow. That's why I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll try to set up a time to <laughs> chat with him because yeah. I would like to do that while he's out here. I think that I think we've chatted with all of the artists and residents so far. So and they've been great. Going. So props to Oka. They've been really fun, really yes. good. And really, really, really good at reaching out with, to the community and, mm-hmm. and embracing um, questions and being being out there. Which really integrating themselves. Yeah. They kind yep. of become Ogdenites there yeah. for a little while. Yeah. I don't know how much that has to do with them and how much that has to do with our community and our community being welcoming and just, uh, you know, and the selection process as well. That becomes a big part of decision-making where it's just like, okay, tell me what you're going to do when you come out here. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's what Vanessa did, but I do know that that's pretty when we were talking originally about the, you know, the artist residencies coming through where it's just like, okay, this is something that is important to us at Oka. And so Mm -hmm. we're going to make sure that you do this thing. So, and I think for the most part, they all want to as well. So, I love that. All right. Holy smokes. Do we miss anything? I don't know. There's a lot. Do we cover all the bases? Anything that we should chat about in the, over the next couple months that we... Tea ceremonies? We do. Uh, so Luis, um, part of his community outreach is he's doing these tea healing ceremonies. Mm. So... Um, do you know what that involves yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's three dates. There's three yeah. dates set. Uh, it's the 3rd of February, 
the tenth. I think the eighth was the other one. Um, is that a Saturday? I think, I think they're all tenth. Tenth is a Saturday, right? Okay, I think so. Keep that back in my head. Um, so a person uh, selects this time. Uh, we have gotten a few donations for people who aren't able to afford it. Um, they can select a time and have it paid for by a sponsor. Um, but you go in, you have about an hour with him and he performs this healing ritual with like special herbs, mm. um, very like relaxing. Um, he's transforming his whole studio space into this botanica kind of, mm. um, a space. Uh, it's very, uh, I call it Luis. <laughs> it, it's very much like his, um, he has his brand on it 100 percent and uh, i think brandon and i we're gonna have to set up a time i think we need a, I'm into a healing the, you know, ceremony I've, yeah you know i was a I was a massage therapist i'm into this stuff you know yeah i know how to do this stuff. oh i would 100 percent be down for this yeah. yeah i need a lot of healing too so that's <laughs> all, all you get is what i see you, you block off a portion of the day <laughs> oh that sounds fun so that's already playing out three different visits yep okay perfect yep. Our all website right. has all the info. Go to our homepage. All right. So um, one last question, and then we'll see if Brandon has anything for you. Vanessa's not here right now, and so we need Which, some dirt. Where is she? We're missing out. We need yeah. some dirt. Um, some so dirt. everybody says how great she is. She's funny. She's sweet. She's kind. She's a good boss. But, but behind the scenes. Come on. Is, oh, give us something. Come on. Give us something. I. <laughs> I personally think Vanessa's brilliant. Oh my gosh. I it just continues. I really, I just, I can't say enough about how awesome I think she is. So. She has done such an incredible job. But tell me, you've got something. You have anything? No, she's, she's ah. perfect. Like she's my boss, Todd. What is she? She's pretty legit. She's got a sense of humor. Oh, I was hoping I'd find something. But this is what happens when you have a really good boss. You cherish them and you do a little extra for them. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. I definitely have that now, and I would probably be in the same position where I'd be like, yeah, they're pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> and they have my back. I think that's the biggest thing. I think Vanessa seems to have everybody's back. She does. Which is kind of the greatest thing. So, mm -hmm. um, Anything you're looking forward to the most? We're still towards the beginning of the year um, coming up. How far out are you planning? Oh, man. We have so many exciting shows coming up. Uh, Other Side of the Tracks is one of them. Uh, just did a big ra uh, train uh, transcontinental railroad research trip. Uh, the show is going to be incredible. Did you oh, go on that? on that? I did. Okay. You stinker. Right? Did yeah. you go? I was here when they were here in Ogden. I was okay. I was so jealous. Cam went out there. I know yeah. he was part of that. And Jorge yes. was on there. Yeah, and, Jorge, that, yeah. that's his uh, brainchild. It's and was Paisley on that? Yep, she was. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah so was. when's that? Is that in the spring, summer? Ah, uh, it's in May. it's yeah, it's in May okay. after our artist in residence exhibit. So it's going to be so good, you guys. You're going to be so excited. Yeah, I don't even know what it involves. I just good. know that it was it inspired by amazing this amazing things. trip. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm so excited. Okay, that's fantastic. Yeah, Kelly's coming back to curate a show yeah. in August. It's going to be different. We're doing furniture. Hmm. I like that. That's kind of right up her alley as well. And then our statewide annual. So mm -hmm. our year is booked. Uh, the statewide show is coming back here again. Yep. Interesting. I don't know if I heard that. I probably did. I know sometimes they choose different locations each time, but they're 
They loved you so much. So wait, Gal- Gallery Gun. World is a year ahead? Is that right? Two. two yeah. Two, two years yeah, ahead? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that you are you're two years ahead? Yeah, I'm booked through uh twenty through the end of this year, and then I'll book twenty five in like April. Wow. Well, so yeah, year and a half. I'm probably closer to a year and a half. But you guys are booked through twenty five? About yeah. I think That's we have crazy. at least half of twenty five set. Yeah. So I know we've got a ceramic show coming up too. Mm-hmm. I don't know the specific dates, but that Enseca show, the big... I believe so, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to be using Finch, Okay, too. so advice... Like, if someone wants to be in a get, what do they have to do? Like, where do they go? Like, how does it, how does it work? What's, what are the steps? So, most of our exhibits, um, we invite curators in. Um, so, right now, uh, you'd have to get curated into a show at Oka, except for we have the statewide annual. So, then you can apply... Um, that way and then they have jurors so you can be juried into an exhibit Mm. okay so that's that's how we're doing things right now okay and we do a selection process so you just have to plan enough ahead Mm -hmm. that's just the biggest i feel like we should turn the space banyan space into like some sort of gallery todd could you i feel like the banyan studio is like a gallery space (laughs) as it stands now it is very different from anything else. We do have some of your art on the walls. So <laughs> well, some of my art, so I guess, f- photos, I guess. So, yeah. I think also, this whole space Also is... teach for Oka, and then you'll get curious. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. All right. See? Pro tip. Really good advice. I like that as well. Yeah. 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 Good question, Brandon. Uh, thanks so much, ladies, for coming on. And I guess it was last minute. Todd, thanks for... Hey, booking. I didn't do anything. Thanks I, for being spontaneous. I screwed up my schedule, so. The book, <laughs> to, but we know we're good on February sixth. Yeah, and Troy texts back, and he said, um, "Oh, phew, good. I'm thirty thousand feet in the air over Florida right now." So excuses, excuses. He wouldn't have made it. <laughs> we, we were wait, We even gave him like fifteen minutes. Oh, I know. Like, it's oh, true. Come on, what are you doing? Sorry to keep you both waiting. Oh, oh, no. But anyway. Uh, I do have a little bit of outdoor adventure news. I mean, uh, Nordic is open, by the way. I think I mentioned that last week. Just just want to support, you guys should support Nordic. Nordic. Mm-hmm. Um, Banff Mountain Film Festival World Tour is February 16th, 17th, and 18th at Puri's Egyptian Theater. Uh, that is not the same film all three nights. All three nights are different films. And so those of you who are interested... Uh, lot, lots of times, Todd, I think we've gone all three nights, a couple of years. Um, by the third night I'm about done. So it's a lot of films. Yeah. It's a lot of but films. But it's the demand has allowed a third day, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. That's a good point because it was two, it was one day and then it was two days and now it's three days. So that's a big deal. Uh, that is a fundraiser for the snow basin ski team, which after van sessions on Friday, I'll be up at powder mountain emceeing a race for the snow basin ski team Saturday and Sunday. And then next, the next weekend as well. So. Bath Mountain Film Festival World Tour. Put it on your calendar. Anything else, Todd? Yeah. Uh, Friday night is uh, uh, first Friday. The the gallery stroll, but it's also uh, a new van sessions. And yeah. so I was going to give the lineup, um, which hopefully the bands aren't listening because I have to look up and remind myself who's coming. Do you know how many times I have to look it up because I don't ever know? And then so it's not just, just you know. Right, <laughs> People always ask who's playing. I'm like, oh. yeah, we just talked about it just a few minutes. I'm glad ago. Todd posts it on Facebook. Otherwise, I wouldn't remember. So, yeah, that's where you're going, probably. Uh, for all the bands and musicians that have reached out to me, thanks for your patience. We are booked through July, August, and so I want to get everybody on the show. So, 
Thanks for your patience. Um, like everybody. Uh, not everybody. And you know who you are. You're, <laughs> I've warned you. You're just not yet. Not yet. Okay. But we're just, so I, Todd I really has standards, trying to. I guess. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what <was>, I guess. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of the nature of it. Um, okay. So I made it. Um, uh, so three bands, Dust Bowl Collective is at 7 p.m. ish. And that's funny. I even put ish in some ish, of the graphics yeah. now because who cares when we start? Yeah. Um, Branson Anderson, which I'm very excited about, is 745. We haven't had him yeah. on in Return quite artist. some time. He is typically touring out of state, so it's I'm really happy to have him. And then 830-ish is Bad Luck Brigade. So come check us out. You know that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Uh, and then we can lead that into our our van sessions send off song. But I want to say thank you to Banyan One for powering today's episode of the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show. Listen and subscribe to Ogden Arts and Adventure on YouTube. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, thebanyancollective.com. There's a party going on out there. Mm-hmm. What's going on out there? Um, DM us on Instagram at Ogden Adventure if you want to be on the show. Thank you so much to our guests here, Ryan and Casey. I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. Uh, this week's outdoor jukebox effigy from Orcamind. These guys, this band is a trip. Um, it was, it I love it. <laughs> trip is good. Trip is good. Uh, Orcamind, this is effigy um, as recorded on Van Sessions at the Monarch. We'll see you on the next Ogden Arts and Adventure show.
or combined on Van Sessions.